Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Spreading the News. It feels like it's been a long time. This is episode 34. Thank you for joining us here on January 10th. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I know we're a little late, but um, <laughs> we did not quit. We didn't quit Spreading the News. We're still going. Um, it's just we just took a little little time off because there's nothing going on right now. I mean, it's as simple as that. There's nothing really going on, but uh, we are here with Brian today. That was a good intro, man. Respect. Thanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Anyway, yeah, I am here uh, without a mic and back to my shitty Wi-Fi in Clemson, so this should be great. (laughs) Well, so far, so good. As you can hear, Danny's here. What's up, buddy? What up? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? You know, it could be better. I missed you guys, so. I miss you, too, and I miss the fans. miss talking (laughs) to the fans. All the fans. Danny's going to Florida tomorrow. Let's go. Tell us a little bit about that, Danny. I pretty you pretty much hit the nail on the head. I'm going to Florida tomorrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty s- as simple as that. I'm stay. I'm yeah, staying till Sunday. It's gonna be fun times, fun times. And I'm getting home right before the Giants game on Sunday. Let's go, let's go Giants. Doing anything special down in the FL? Yeah, probably some fun stuff. All right, well that's good. Have a safe trip, my friend. Thank you. But b- before that happens, we gotta we gotta talk about the Yanks, man. Let's we go. gotta talk about the Yanks. So. I figured we could open up today um, with a left field debate because... Wait, wait. For... Captain. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll open today with the big news. Brian, since you're wearing the shirt, take us, take us, take us down memory lane since it's been that long, a couple weeks. It has been a long time, but as we foreshadowed in the last episode, Aaron Judge has officially been named captain of the New York Yankees. I'm so excited about it. He held, uh, or the Yankees held the press conference um randy levine did not know how to put on his glasses was that was really the highlight from that no i think that was um, the rodon one. Oh, was that the yeah, extension i know oh, that was rodon i think no. that was rodon was yeah, it? Be- because that was when that was when randy levine was the spokesperson because steinbrenner wasn't there for the rodon conference why wasn't he there i think i think he still i think randy levine still spoke at judges but maybe i'm wrong but either way that was the highlight of that but um yeah, Judge versus the Academy of Yankees. I'm, I love it. I'm pumped about it. Judge seemed really pumped about it. He seemed really emotional about it. He, it's not something he took is taking lightly. Uh, Derek Jeter was there for him, which I thought was one of the cooler things. Like you don't really see Jeter uh, come out too much, although he's been kind of around a little more recently. But um, I am pumped for Aaron Judge to be our captain. Uh, he has been the leader for years, but now he's finally got the title. And it's a big honor, first one since Jeter. And, you know, I hope he wears the honor well, which I know he will. Yeah, it's it's really funny the when I think back to the press conference, the the one of the things that I think think of is when I think it was Meredith Morakovitz asked him and she said, uh or maybe it was Jack Curry or Bob Lorenz, one of one of the one of the crew. Um, they asked him, Were you dropping breadcrumbs throughout the year? Like of you coming back to the to the Yankees? And he was like, I wasn't dropping just breadcrumbs, I was dropping the whole loaf. And we were we were questioning, you know, when Judge signed back with the Yankees, whether or not like this was just always going to be his choice. And it kind of seems that way. It kind of seems like the Yankees was just always his choice, no matter what they were going to give him. Um, even through that whole Arson Judge fiasco, if you haven't seen our video or our episode from when that whole thing, that whole debacle went down, make sure to go back and watch it because it's really funny. But um, yeah, Danny, what, what are your, what are your thoughts on the captain? I'm excited about it. Um, a little just like right after the playoffs when we were mad, um, I might have said that uh, that's not something that happens from your captain, and maybe we shouldn't name him captain after the playoffs. I was just angrily after the 
Astros sweep after that. I really like he should be the captain. He's been the captain since 2019. He's been the captain. Um, so he definitely deserves it, and he is the 16th Yankee captain, which is awesome. And honestly, it could be even less captains than that because in the early 1900s, it seems like the Yankees were just naming captains just to name them. Uh, like some of these names on here are crazy. But after Lou Gehrig retired in 1939, they didn't name another captain until 76. And Jeter, uh, Judge, whoa, Judge is the, <laughs> only the seventh captain since 1939, which, you know, I think that's even cooler because – you say 16th, like, yeah, that's awesome. But when you look back, like, these guys in the early 1900s didn't really deserve captain. Like, obviously, we didn't watch them. But you see them, and it's just kind of like random people that they – Run us through some names. I want wanted to... I want some names of these guys. Uh, Kid Elberfeld. Kid Elberfeld. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Hal Chase. Roger Peckinpah. Um, and then we got a couple of Hall of Famers down there, Peckinpah though. was a good ball player. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Everett Scott. He wasn't a Hall of Famer, but – you know, guys like Clark Griffith, Willie Keeler, Frank Chance. Oh, we really Keeler is one of my favorites. Yeah, well, you, great, great to watch. But yeah, these are just like one to two year captaincies. Like th- these guys served as captain for one year, two years, three years, whatever. So it's kind of just naming captain just to name them. But since Lou Gehrig, Judge is now the seventh captain. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, he deserves it. He deserves it. Another thing that I wanted to mention, um, when we first started recording, I saw, or before we started recording, I saw Brian's shirt and said the captain. And for whatever reason, in my brain, I, I just, I just thought of Jeter. Yeah. Um, I just assumed it was Jeter, but now it's like the captain. Like we grew up, like so, like the three of us, we grew up with Jeter, right? So like now the captain takes on a whole different meaning for us as fans in this new age of Yankees baseball and this in this new. Uh, I wouldn't say new decade, but early in the 2020s now. Um, it, the, it's a whole different ball game now with Judge being the captain. So um, it's he's it'll probably it will definitely uh, rain until the end of his Yankees tenure. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully we can get a get a championship out of it. So uh, or a couple. How about a few? You know, not one, not two, not three, but four, it's five. Gonna six. Be, um, it's gonna be like really surreal. I think the first time when he makes a like a play in the outfield like a nice play and michael k's like what a play by the yankee captain like that's gonna be like kind of even weird. his first at bat of the season here it steps in the yankee captain like yeah because it's gonna I be mean, weird hearing like it chase, like chase said when you hear that like in the game it that's was always jeter it's it's gonna be weird but i love it i mean there had to be one eventually and can't find a better guy than aaron judge sorry and it was great to see jeter at the press conference too i mean Jeter kind of symbolically passing the torch um, was really cool to see. Um, I saw a lot of really cool Instagram edits of like Jeter in a Yankee uniform, like literally passing a torch to judge in a Yankee uniform, which was awesome to see. Um, So let's just hope, let's just hope that, uh, I mean, he's already lived up to the captain name, I would say. So let's hope he can actually live up to being officially the captain. So see what happens. But um next i guess we could talk about the rodon press conference because carlos rodon um we we had that one episode covering covering his free agent signing but now we can talk about him actually being a yankee and a lot of people um were kind of fascinated with his personality like rodon is kind of like a like a not really 
I don't want to say not well-spoken because he did seem well-spoken, but he's not really like a high energy guy. Like I kind of expected him to be, um, maybe in, the, maybe in the clubhouse he is. And yeah, he definitely seemed nervous, which is a little concerning, but, <laughs> um, maybe in the clubhouse he is, but definitely in the press conference, he, he didn't seem like he was a man of very, very few words, but like on the field, you would never know that. Cause he's very high energy, high profile kind of guy. Um, do you guys have any takeaways from that press conference? It basically just how nervous he is, how handsome he is with no beard. How about that? I, I liked seeing him with no beard. It was pretty cool. But yeah, he definitely was. He was a little nervous. You could tell. You could tell the nerves were settling in. But that's not doesn't make me scared for him to play. Like we know who he is on the mound. Who you are in front of cameras talking is a lot different than who you are actually on the baseball field. And He's got the energy there, and that's all that matters. I don't care what he says in the what he says in front of reporters, as long as he brings it on the mound, and I think he will. I I also think I I remember seeing his son. I think was wearing a like a Yankee pajamas or something, or yeah. like a Yankee shirt. Um, no, you know what it was? I think I think he was wearing a Yankee jersey, and the back of his jersey said "Daddy" with his number, mm-hmm. which was Herman's number. Um, yeah, so. Still no answer on Herman, by the way. I mean, yeah, what's gonna what's happen? What's gonna happen what's with gonna him? Happen man? Uh, I guess we can we could talk about that in a little bit when a different topic comes up. But Brian, do you have any any takeaways from the press conference itself, or just Randy Levine's oh, uh, I, debacle? Well, yeah, no, that. <laughs> but no, I totally agree with Danny. It's, I mean, whatever guys are, you know, you actually like guys that step on the field and they're a different person. Like you know, they flip the switch and it, it's like game time. And I think that Rodon's that way. So. I'm excited about him. It's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a fun year of pitching, that's for sure. But I don't know. Pitching. I don't know about the offensive side. Um, you know, you look, you look at the team. Still, I mean, we're here. It's January 10th. Somewhere, I saw a report yesterday or the day before that said the Yankees might not make another move. Um, not, at least not another big move. That is, and we heard a couple weeks back that the Yankees were working on something bigger than Rodon. Um, maybe that fell through. Maybe it was just a rumor and that's all it was. Who knows? Um, but it doesn't seem at the moment, at least that anything really crazy is going to happen. Um, I know a lot of people were petitioning for Correa. Um, Correa in this off season has been a giant. He's been a Met. And as of today, he is a Minnesota twin again. Um, and we saw that IKF was kind of rumored to be traded back to the twins. So that, pretty much gets rid of that whole thing, um, which is kind of funny. But as of right now, things are looking looking pretty bleak. Um, so let's let's talk about left field. Um, Andrew Benintendi, like we said a couple weeks ago, is White Sox and White Sox now. Um, I don't know if you guys saw in his press conference, but he said it's good to it's good to be somewhere where you feel wanted. Um, maybe I don't know if that has anything to do with the Yankees. Maybe it has something to do with the Royals. I don't know. Um, little, little odd to say, because I think Yankee fans loved him. You know, I think, I think the clubhouse loved him. I think, uh, you know, ownership loved him, but now we're stuck with Hicks. We're, we're stuck with Hicks. I mean, we're stuck with Hicks and we might be stuck with Cabrera. I mean, I don't want to say stuck with Cabrera, but I think it was you, Danny, that said keeping Cabrera and left kind of eliminates like a lot of his value, which is like so true. Um, yeah. was that you that said that? Yes, indeed. But you're oh, taking right. away what he's good, what makes him special. You take away what makes him special by locking him into one position. And what makes him special is that he can play all the positions. He's great in the outfield. We know that. But 
We want him everywhere. Yeah, he's kind of someone who's supposed to be a switch hitting super utility guy. At least that's kind of what we saw him as, not as a starting left fielder. Um, so let's let's start. I guess we'll ask Brian first. Brian, opening day, your starting left fielders, Oswaldo Cabrera. From left to right, it's Cabrera, Bader, Judge. And then from left to right in the infield, it's, let's say, Donaldson, Peraza, Glaber, Rizzo. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a little disappointed. I mean, it's opening day. I'm going to be excited, but a little disappointed. I think, you know, especially after all the names that were out, like, you know, Brian Reynolds would have been a perfect fit. And just like so much. Yeah, they are. I'm not, I don't want to give up everything. Maybe I do. We have this prospect debate all the time. Who cares about them? But no, I'm a little disappointed because that was a good point. Uh, You guys just said like Oswaldo's best quality is his versatility. So that's taken away with him as a starting left fielder or locked in as left fielder. Um, You mentioned the infield too. And the Donaldson problem is still, still there (laughs) because he's still here. So realistically, like those guys that, you know, you just ran through, what is an improvement from last year's lineup? I don't, I don't really see. Well, it's the Donaldson bounce back year. So that's an improvement. Right. But I forgot about that. It's Donaldson will bounce back and be awesome. It better be. No, <laughs> I, think, I honestly think, I think somewhere in there, Donaldson could be solid at the point. You're insane. And like, you're fine. Insane. I think somewhere in there he could be. No, no, no. You're insane. That's I'm not going to know. That... Look, I don't, I don't think it's actually going to happen, but I don't think. You could rule it out. I mean, he's been great his whole career. It's not. I don't. I don't even know if age was the factor of it because he was good the year before that at even at an old age. So I don't know what happened. I think he just lost his approach at the plate last year. I mean, obviously the whole suspension thing. He kind of went downhill after that. I don't know, but I think there is somewhere in there he could be solid. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but it can happen. <laughs> I want to think that, but I don't think I've ever seen anyone be like. So lost. I think loss is the perfect word to describe him because yeah. some of those swings and those takes, I mean, he would just go up there like more than once. He was just sitting up there and watch three fastballs down the middle. Like that happened like multiple times, like in the playoffs. Like, I don't know. Guy can't even see the ball anymore. I don't know. The, there was a compilation on Twitter of all the home runs. He home runs. He pimped that weren't home runs. And it was like a two minute. Two and yeah. a half minute video. Like there was that many of them that he pimped and that weren't home runs to make a two minute, 30 second compilation of it. Um, it bad. I think that was playoff Tanaka. So if you want to go check it out, go check it out. It's really, really yeah. good. So that's funny. what I said. Playoff Tanaka might be the funniest follow on Twitter. Yeah. yeah he's funny. Gabe is awesome. Gabe. In fact, let's see if we can get Gabe as a guest on the show. How about I would, I'd love yeah. to get Gabe as a maybe, maybe we could make, we, maybe we could see if we could work a little magic. He is the funniest and the second funniest is spreading the news. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. I'm behind that. Um, but uh, so that that ties into I guess Hicks too, because I mean Hicks could be the start. Like if you if maybe if the Yankees feel the same way with us about, um, yeah, Brian's putting a gun to his head. If if the Yankees feel the same way about us with losing value with with uh Cabrera being your starting left fielder, maybe they'll just roll with Hicks, man. Well, I'd rather Cabrera over Hicks. Like I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think Hicks is worst case scenario. They could still swing a trade for Max Kepler. I mean, I don't. That's definitely an upgrade. I don't. Wins need know. pitching. Herman now doesn't have a number, so. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I mean, they could still swing a trade for that. I don't know how likely it is at this point, but um, I I would. I mean, oh man, 
a couple months ago, I would have said you're crazy for wanting Max Kepler, but like now that like our option is down to Cabrera and Hicks, like it's an it's an upgrade there. So and Kepler's baseball font looks awesome. Yeah, you're insane, but With no shift. But um, yeah, I mean the Yankees' offense is not not looking well. Good. Based on the guys you said, like and what we said, the lineup's going to be like. Is there one area you can point to that set and say that was better than last year's? And I don't see one. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe center. short. I mean, we maybe had short. Hicks in center for a while. Shortstop short. with Peraza, but we don't know that for sure. We don't know how good Peraza. Yeah, that's the be. thing. Do we know for a fact that Peraza is going to be going to start 160 games this year? Do we know that? I don't know. And also, I mean, another name that I mentioned Whoopee. to you guys before that I wanted to bring up. Uh, the Yankees signed to a minor league deal, Rafael Ortega. And it seems it last year he had a little bit of a down year. Uh 241, 688 OPS, and 95 OPS plus, which is a little bad. bit of a down year, and he's being signed to a minor league deal. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in 2021, he hit 291, 823 OPS. Um, he had 11 home runs, and he's a guy, he's just a guy that doesn't strike out. He walks a lot. And it seems like in Yankee Stadium, he's a lefty. It seems like in Yankee Stadium, he's had some, he had some home runs taken away at Wrigley. Um, that would be home runs in Yankee Stadium. It seems like a lefty hitter that wants to pull the ball and wants to pull the ball with power or get the ball in the air. And also, I saw somewhere that he's a guy that the shift, the shift uh, hurt him a little bit. And that's gonna. I think that's gonna be the case with a lot of these lefty hitters this year. There's gonna be a lot of lefty hitters that look completely different because of the shift being gone. Uh, Max Kepler could be one of them. Speaking of Max Kepler, but just a name that's Rafael Ortega. Not saying he's great, whatever. Just an interesting name to watch during spring training, as he's probably gonna be in the mix for that left field job. Probably will be. Doesn't not... strike out. Lefty hitter. No shift. It's it's funny that you bring up the shift, Danny, because I was thinking about this the other day, like way off topic, but not that not that Rizzo like would see a resurgence because he's been good for us, but like could we end up seeing Rizzo as like a yes. 275, 280 hitter next year with yep. like a like an eight ninety, nine hundred OPS? Rizzo yes, I've said that before for a great I, year. I've said that before. I saw that Rizzo had one of the most points like one he's one of the most He's one of the top guys that had the most points taken off his average because of the shift. And we know Rizzo pulls the ball on the shift. He hits the ball hard. I think Rizzo's going to be awesome this year. So you know what? Points to where that where what's better than last year, Rizzo at first base with no shift. I'll, I'll take that. It's a good yeah. answer. And um, I don't know how we didn't think of this before, but something just came to me. The Yankees just made two really big front office hires. I think they're going to be really yeah. big. Um, Brian Sabian and Omar Minaya are two, like, more old school baseball executives that have, you know, been around and like, you know, done good things in big leagues. Um, and the long story short about those guys is that they are not really analytics based and they are more about the human element of baseball. And I think that's a really good step in the right direction for the Yankees. Cause you know, everyone's analytical now. So maybe you got to do something different and bring the old school guys back. Who knows? Um, because obviously what the Yankees have been doing hasn't been working in the playoffs. So if you get a good mix and you get these guys that obviously know what they're doing, maybe, uh, you know, Bader, like this is just an example, like when Bader goes three for four, he's not sitting the next day because that's what Boone loves to do. Like something like that, you know, could make the team better. Like, so I'm kind of excited for that. I will say that. And these, if these guys can, you know, figure out how to get the best out of their players and not just look at 
calculations as you know i mean we all like advanced stats and analytics and stuff but we all kind of agree the yankees sometimes go a little overboard on them with the rest and um you know the matchups and things so i think this can be good for the yankees so yeah i mean and sabian was at the forefront of the giants dynasty so bringing a winning culture here he also drafted jeter right and he also yeah he was uh he had a big part in developing jeter i think they say but um the, the 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 weird thing about it though this was this wasn't a like a Hal Steinbrenner move. This was a Brian Cashman move. So I don't know what that means for Brian Cashman. Like you said, Brian trying to trying to no pun intended there, Brian and Brian, but our Brian. I don't know if 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 uh Brian Cashman is maybe trying to trying to, you know, switch things up and try something new. So with Brian Sabian. It's Brian's everywhere. Oh yeah. I like that for me. Uh-huh. So many Brian's. Maybe... We got the most important one. Yeah, but I think they're I think they are both B R I. Brian's B R I. Our yeah. Brian's B R Y. So does that count? Is that the same? I don't know. You guys can count if you want. They sound the same. They sound the same, so I guess we'll have to leave it up to the, the viewers to decide. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I mean, like you said, Brian, I think those are two moves that I don't want to say are going under the radar because I think they both they both got a lot of praise, but um I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Could could see a some some differences in the in the Bronx this year you know uh us included have been kind of getting on the Yankees front office for being so in love with themselves that they can't make any changes and stuff so this is like kind of a big deal for them like when's the last time they hired two pretty high profile front office guys to do you know to help them like I, maybe this is them finally admitting like okay maybe we don't have it all figured out we need these guys to come help us a little bit because, you know, I remember a point I made like a few episodes ago, how, you know, I think like talking to Yanks brought it up, how like the Yankees think that they're still the late nineties Yankees and the whole league is like, they're not, you know? So this, this could be a big deal that maybe they're finally admitting they need help. By the way, little fun fact. I know we love stuff like this. Omar Manaya's full name is Omar Teodoro Antonio Manaya Sanchez. So let's go. <laughs> love that. Sounds like the uh, sweet life. Sound like the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Um, yeah. um, why can't I think of the name? What, what was the name from That's Zach? Julio Ricardo Montoya. Couple, couple more in there. A couple more names in there. Yeah, I don't know the rest. Um, but yeah, I think I think those moves were were. I don't know if they were needed. I don't want to say needed because we don't know how it's going to pan out. We don't know what they really mean yet. But um, it's going to be something to definitely keep an eye on for sure. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we're missing from that we wanted to talk about. If you guys have anything, please jump in. Yeah. Devers staying in division forever, which is yeah. tough. I was the Mets rumors were swirling when Carlos Correa was f- falling in. Like, obviously, we don't like the Mets, but I would have loved if the Mets went out and traded for Rafael Devers, get him out of our division. But he's there. He's he's staying. Um, I don't think the Red Sox are going to be that good this year anyway. But still. He's going to be crushing us and Garrett Cole for 11 more years. Stop. Also, more and more Red Sox news, uh, Trevor Story needs Tommy John surgery. That too. So um, that's crazy. They're rough. They're going to be rough up the middle. I mean, they lost Xander. I don't know. Like, Why would – I don't know. I guess Devers wanted to stay there. I guess he truly wanted to stay there, you know? Yeah. Like why else would he want to stay there? Like they're horrible. <laughs> they might be one I of mean, the worst teams in the MLB next year. They they seem it. They seem it. I mean, Trevor Story, 
they said they won't rule out a 2023 return, but that makes me think like August, September anyway. So by that time, you're going to, you're out of a playoff race. If then you'll just hold them out. Yeah. But yeah, well, you'd love to see, uh, well, nope. You don't like to see injuries. You like to see the Red Sox being bad. Yeah. Feel for Trevor story. <laughs> Hopefully he gets back soon. Hopefully he gets well. Um, but going to be nice seeing the Red Sox at the bottom of the division hopefully at five so the Orioles are better than them now dude the Orioles could be a 91 team this year they could more developing for that young we're team. gonna come in fourth <laughs> who knows man they, I mean I, I I mean I wouldn't I mean look they're like we said their pitching is crazy but like I I really do not believe in this offense at all I mean you can clip this and we can come back to it in August about the Yankees or Orioles? yeah the Yankees okay you can clip this and we'll come back to it in August if the Yankees like are absolutely crushing it. But like, I don't believe in this offense at all. You can't though. Even if, even if they set records all throughout the regular season, they don't show up in the playoffs. Then we're still right because that's what's been happening the last few years. I, when is enough enough? Like these guys got to actually put up numbers in October. It's been yeah. missing ever since Boone took over. Nobody can hit in the playoffs. Hopefully, they got to figure it out. Except for Stanton. Except but uh, Stanton. hopefully – Hopefully Judge, you know, isn't chasing a home run record and his swing doesn't get messed up before the playoffs. How about that? And then he hits in the playoffs. Also, another thing that I wanted to bring up too, the Yankees might ha- might end up treating Kiner Falefa as like a, another super utility man. I think he has value as a utility infielder. I, but I like, like what but like what role. are we doing? What what are we doing with three utility men on the roster? Yeah, What's no. It, like DJ, Kiner Falefa, Cabrera. I mean, the fact that ICAV hasn't been traded yet, and if he doesn't get traded, maybe they don't believe in the healthiness of DJ. Maybe they think DJ won't be ready because so they need an extra infielder or whatever because DJ won't be there. And can we count on DJ being there? There's so many different reports about DJ. Like we don't even know what's going to happen. He didn't end up getting his surgery, right? He didn't get the surgery. No. Why? I don't know. That's that's so we'll see if we ever see a healthy DJ again. But I think Connor Falefa does have value as a utility infielder, a backup rotational infielder. I think he does have that value, but you're right. We can't have three utility guys. But if DJ's not there, then sure, whatever. We don't, we don't even have a bench right now. Like, if you really think about it, do we have a bench? Like, what's <laughs> our bench? IKF? I mean, Higashioka, Hicks. Mm, I don't know, man. I think, I think we might see Gary back in the Bronx this year. Oh, my God. I keep seeing that. What is that? That's not happening. I don't think right? that can't be real. It's not real. Because they're using, uh, in his free agency, they're using him not being able to handle the pressure of New York as like a piece to get teams to want to sign him. He's like, they're like, yeah, he never recovered from New York and how he was hated there and whatever. Did you guys see that before in the beginning of the offseason? They said yeah, he never, like this stupid. past season, he was bad because he wasn't mentally recovered from New York driving him out and being dicks to him and whatever. Like and they're using that as a chip to bump up his stock, but um, he's, he's not soft, retired. and he also he's so soft, and he also didn't even have a good year last year. Any fan, any Yankee fan that wants him back is insane. I'm sorry, insane. It is insane. I'm sure, and if that's really a thing, which I don't think it is, does Gary want to come back here? He's just Away. crying about it. How much the fans were mean to him and hurt his feelings? I don't think he wants to go back to the wrong. Who so. is the better catcher right now, Gary or Higashioka? Higgy, Higgy. <laughs> for better catcher for the Yankees or overall in their game? Even overall, I'd say Higgy. I don't, I don't know about overall, but I think for the Yankees, I would I would say Higgy. We, I, I wish I had the stat right in front of me, but 
it gets lost that like in the second half, Higgy was actually good. I know he had one of the most miserable like starts of the season, but his, his numbers were better than Trevino for like the last September. Two he was awesome. Well, Trevino can't hit. I, I wanted a new catcher. I, I wanted a new catcher, but I mean, you'll take the platinum glove winner behind the plate, but you know, no offense. Whatever. They don't have an offense to begin with anyways, so it's not like they're missing out on anything. Well, we're a better team than last year. We're a better overall team than last year with Rodon. Our bullpen should be better. I don't know if I would say that, though. You see Tommy Canely turn down more money from the Red Sox to come to the Yankees? Yeah, I did. But, like, who would want to go to the Red Sox right now? I don't blame him. Canely did. True. That is true. I don't know. I don't know if they're a better team in 2023 than they are in 2022. They are. I think, like, they're... I mean, adding another ace like that automatically puts you better. I, I their lineup. Okay, I, are you talking strictly lineup? Their team overall is better with another ace in that rotation that was already good. A rotation that was already really, really good. We added another ace. Their and offense their just got so better. much worse, though. How'd it get worse? They're they're gonna roll out Hicks. They're gonna roll out. Donaldson. It's more. It's that. That's like just more of the same. Really. Think about it. You're more confident in 2022 Donaldson than you are in 2023 Donaldson. Yeah, I am. You're more confident but in 2022. Like the end of the season when Benintendi was hurt anyway. Judge is not going to repeat what he did. It's like, really the same. Assuming anything crazy happens, I don't. Well, I don't see him repeat. Like he'll probably be great. He will be great, but he won't be that great again. It's Hopefully, also, we, we see a Donaldson semi bounce back season. Hopefully, Peraza is the real deal. Volpe, after a couple months in the minors, if we need him, could come up, play third base if. I would not yeah, sleep on Volpe opening day. Don't sleep on it. Could happen. Just saying. Could happen. One of them has to be really good, right? Yeah. One of them. One of them will be. I mean, good. we're not giving like, them up. So when's the, like when's the last time? Like we talk about this all the time. Like our prospects have come up and done nothing. You have to. You have to think that one player between Wells, Dominguez, Volpe, Peraza, and Sweeney, Spencer Jones, Spencer Jones. Spencer you have Jones. to think one of those guys would be good, right? I mean that could be our starting lineup in 2026. Isn't Spencer Jones? Spencer Jones, um, top. He's higher than Dominguez now. Which is what the hell is going on? That that's I think I sent it to you guys. That tells me two things: that Spencer Jones is gonna is like that's awesome because he shot up the prospect list really fast. He also his numbers were like ridiculous, insane. Um, last year in the minors, I don't know if you guys saw them, but he it was like he was playing a different game. It was too easy for him. But yeah, he's higher. He's more highly rated than Dominguez now. So that kind of tells me that. Dominguez is, I don't know. I don't want to make any predictions about the kid yet. He's still, what is he by now? 20. But like, yeah, we, he was hyped up so much. And we always said he could never possibly live up to expectations uh, as being called a combination of Mickey Mantle and Mike Trout. But I don't know. Is he going to even be like in every. He's um, 19. By the start of the season, he'll be 20, but he's 19 at this current date. I don't know. I mean, I think he could be good. He showed flashes in the minors. You look back at his numbers. His numbers looked really good. He struggled when he came up to went up to double A, but in their like championship game, I saw. I've been seeing the highlights everywhere. He went like three for four with two home runs, six RBIs, some 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 crazy like he that. Crushed so, it in the futures game too. Yeah, he had a bomb. Of course, of course, he could be good, but I feel like we kind of need him to be like really good. Yeah. Hey, yeah. well, that's 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 not really a problem for this year, though. So we could let that we could let that uh, ferment over the next couple of years. But um, Danny's got a haircut to be at, so we can we can wrap this up. Unless if you guys have anything else you guys want to say, 
And I don't want to give up Volpe for Reynolds. That's what the Pirates are going to be asking no, yeah, for. Neither do I. Neither do I. I see all, they also people... want pitching prospects. The Yankees don't have the pitching prospects to do it. So I see a lot of people saying Volpe, like, and then like Peraza or like Volpe yeah. and Dominguez. Like, that's insane to me. No way. No way. Like Reynolds no way. is Reynolds is like a good outfielder, but he's not like I don't think he's like elite. No, he's not he's great just... on defense. He's he last year he, he picked it up the second half of the year, but he didn't have a great year last year. Max Kepler, who we say had a shitty year last year, was only point seven WAR behind him. The, the the thing with Reynolds though is he's he's treated as a superstar when I don't think he is. That's yes. the thing with Reynolds. But because we'll a superstar for what the Pirates too. have. That might, I mean, that that could be a trade. That could be an avenue the Yankees might take still. Who knows? I doubt it. But anyways, Danny, we will let you get to your haircut, my friend. Um, As we said, Danny, safe travels to Florida. Thank you. Uh, live it up. Do your thing. And um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. If you are new, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at OfficialSTNPod, on Instagram at Spreading the News. Uh, like the video if you're watching on YouTube. And I think that's everything. Um, yep. We will see you guys next time. Um, don't know when that will be. Hopefully, hopefully soon, hopefully within the next week. Um, so yeah, we will see you guys. And this has been Chase. Brian. Danny, let's go Giants. See you guys. Peace.